0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, stressed out, impotent office workers with great gambling abilities, zero-sum, high-stakes games of chance, absurd furniture that may or may not be made of people, mysterious three-fingered women, evil conniving antagonists, and high-risk midlife crises. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 310. Dead fiction at its most depraved. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga review some podcasts and reviews about Connect the Enhanced Narratives. It's your host, Zan. San aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the podcast. And, well, this one's going to be a little bit quicker because, I'm going to be honest, this is one of those mangas that was not as well-intended as I expected. But, I digress. If you're joining us for the first time, Welcome. Sparkin' is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode, I'll talk about one or two different things. This is our manga review, so obviously we talk about manga. I'm going to tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, the plot, the backgrounds, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be informative, entertaining, engaging, and most importantly, non-biased. Even though sometimes it doesn't work you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com you can email me personally at zan that's x-a-n at s-p-i-r-a-k-e-n ncom we're also on facebook twitter tumblr instagram spotify apple music itunes and just look us up on any of the local uh, music purveyors you'll probably find us one way or another and if you're playing games we are on the PSN network and we are definitely jamming some Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo Switch Network. So, hope everything's going good with you guys. Things have been kind of interesting and crazy on my end. We are actually going to be at Anime Boston. We've been accepted for three panels. Supposedly four, there's a kind of waitlisting thing going on with it. But we have been accepted for three panels that we're going to be having at Anime Boston. We're going to be having our 22 Samurai Era Manga Recommendations for Grown Ups. We're going to have Literary Anime, Manga and Anime Based on Light Novels. And we have a new one called Ronin, the Honorable Wanderers of Anime and Manga. Definitely check it out. I will be posting more about it on the podcast. Uh, as you can tell, Greta is not here with me. She's, well, she's still at work. It's going to be a long day, and I want to get this done because, let's be honest, this manga is a little nut in her wheelhouse. It's not for Greta's. It is honestly for very. I don't want to say it's old men, but it's... It's dad fiction, and it's, like... It's dad fiction. So, with that, let's get to actually what the manga is. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, well, not only The Wheel of Manga. It dictated on a game manga that was written by Takanoshi Noboru all the way back in 2000. There are four volumes, plus a sequel series called Jotai Jigokuken. It is, there are... Uh, it was published by Koransha, never released over here, and I can see exactly why it was never released over here. It's a set-in series, so obviously it's geared towards adults, and it is an adult drama, psychological, 20th century, episodic gambling manga. Yes, the main thing is it's about gambling, but it's not an interesting way gambling. And the manga is called Rimen Gambler Mouse. So, this manga is about a guy named Tadanori Takamura, and his life pretty much sucks. When you first meet him, his wife is leaving him. She hands him divorce papers and walks out on him. Kind of sucks. At his job, where he works at, uh, it is Otawa Incorporated. He works in the accounting department as a low-level exec. Well, he's second in the chain, but his boss, the assistant director of accounting, decided to take a plunge off the roof and kill himself. So there's going to be questions asked about him. I mean, on the plus side, he might get a promotion, but not so great. So as he is taking the train home, he's trying to figure out what happened. Why his boss killed himself? There were so many good things that were happening. He had lots of money. He was paying for a mistress in another town and life was great. He didn't understand it. His life was kind of depressing. And this girl on the train gropes him, and she says, "Hey, you got a big cock. Want to come have some fun?" And he's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "This hooker, leave me alone." And she tells him, "What you want to be just a rat in a cage, going to work every day, and then coming home and living a very boring existence? I can get you out of this hell that you're in." And as he's looking at this beautiful woman who's groped him, he also notices something else. She's missing two fingers on her hand. She has three fingers, so he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, is she a Kuza? Is she offering something? Is this some sort of weird, bizarre thing where they're going to cut my fingers off? Well, you know what? I've got nothing to lose, and there's a girl with big tits talking to me, so I'm going to follow him. So she leads him to this hidden gambling den. And when they're about to enter the gambling den, there's something actually kind of fascinating. There is a sign on the wall, which is just one long word, which is, G-O-D-I-S-N-O-W-H-E-R-E. Now, he reads it as, God is now here. But the lady says, you know, it could be read like that, but it be read as, God is nowhere. So this is already ominous and weird. She leads him in, and it is a weird hidden gambling den. With lots of really important figures all over the place. I mean, there's politicians, there's police officers, there's IRS, there's... Prime Ministers, and other really rich and powerful individuals playing this strange game, which she explains it's called Cowardice. So C-O-W-A-R-D-I-S, or D-I-C-E. And it is a game with two players. So what happens is that both players have to put down their ante, which is $1,000 in the square. That's their ante. And this game is played with a D20. So if you never see a D20, it's a dice with 20 sides on it. So what you're going to do is the, there's going to be a coin toss, and that determines who goes first. So the first player, the one who gets decided decide to go first, rolls the dice. So let's say they roll a 12. The second player guesses what the next roll is going to be, and if it's going to be higher or lower than the first roll. He says big or small. So if he thinks it's going to be okay, I roll the 12, so I'll have more chance getting a 16, I'll say high. Or if I think it's going to be lower, I'll say it's low. Or small. Good choice. Now before he rolls to see what happens, he has to make a bet that's higher than the last bet. So as we said, it started with $1,000 in the square. He'll say, okay, let's put $5,000 down. So now it's $6,000 in the pot. He rolls. And if he's right, he gets $6,000. If he's wrong, goes the other guy. If he is right, what happens is that the next player has to increase the bet. And this keeps going on so cumulatively the bet gets higher and higher and higher but the opposite player has to be able to cover that bet so you can have someone say okay yeah you're gonna you can't cover the bet well you're kind of SOL. well you're gonna have to pass and that means you lose cuz you can lose if you call the wrong number you know if you say it's going to be small or big and you get it wrong you lose if you can't cover the bet you lose now if a player passes the game can end but it doesn't have to and the other thing is if the same number is rolled twice Well, the game ends immediately, and then whoever has the higher amount of money wins. It is a dark and shady and weird game that uh, Tanamora is kind of intrigued by. And this guy shows up, and he looks at this guy who's kind of looking at him, and he... The guy introduced himself as Locke. And Locke is sitting in a wheelchair with a tube in his head, his head is shaved, and apparently he just had surgery... And Tadamora figures, oh, I have to have a nickname, so I'll call myself Mouse. And they end up playing, and Tadamora gets his ass kicked. But as he gets his ass kicked, suddenly his not-living penis comes back to life. Because he's been sort of and one of the things they've talked about is that he can't get it up and now he can get it up. Also turns out that Locke is the guy who actually stole his wife from him. Like when his wife left, she ends up with Locke. And then it becomes a whole thing of him wanting to get revenge on Locke. And he gets money and he gets his revenge on Locke and his wife shows up. And his wife actually comes back and she wants to be with him. So what he does, he goes back to the back to the gambling den. does something super unethical that could get someone arrested. Totally, he ends up making lots of money, kicks his wife out, and then it goes just him dealing with this. And every time weird things happen, he gets his he gets super like, yeah, this is this makes me alive. And then he's gonna gamble. This is a really shitty manga. Let's be honest, it is dad fiction at its best. It's for men who their life is is going nowhere and it's sad. And this is about. Giving it back to the man in the most disturbing and screwed up way. I haven't talked about some of the more questionable issues with this. I mean, besides the whole debt, there's also debt-motivated prostitution in this. There's indentured servitude. There's sex slaves. There's all this stuff that's just... While it could be kind of interesting, I honestly think that this is not a good series i see why it was never released over here it's dad fiction at its best it's pure escapism and some people say it's really cool it's it doesn't appeal to me it really doesn't it's one of those ones which if you're at a certain point in life you'll really enjoy it but i'm not at that point in my life I'm not. I am not a divorcee who's angry at the world, who has to get revenge on everything. And compared to other gambling manga, this one, like Kaiji, he's a screw-up, but you kind of root for him. He's the underdog. Then you go with uh, the, what is it, Um, the other gambling one, uh, Gamblefish. That one, same thing, he's kind of an underdog, but he's charismatic and he's cool. Hadamura, I cannot sympathize with. I mean, yeah, he's, a, he's he's got a bad lot in life, and he goes to balls to the wall. But, after a certain point, he's just a horrific person. This is like, uh, there's a manga that I've spun on the wheel several times, I've never reviewed it, called Woodcock. Which is about a prisoner who, well, one, he is an unrepentant prisoner who goes to jail, he's a young kid... For murder of his family. Now, a lot of these stories... Oh, he didn't do it. This one, he admits he did it. He totally did it because he's a horrible person. And it just... It's him becoming more horrific and mean over time. It's a bad character study. This is... Like that where it's... Let's focus on a bad person... And let's see how much more bad he can get. And not in a good way. I gave this two, two volumes... And I'll be honest... I can't get into it. It's, it's rough. I mean, the art style is okay. came out in the 2000, so it has a kind of 90s style to it. that's still hand-drawn style, but this is not for me. If you're into uh, gambling series, there are so much better gambling series that have been out. There's stuff, there's Akagi, there's Kaiji, there's uh, Gambler X... This one, would, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this, uh, well, it's not completely horrible, but it is really bad, so I'm going to give it a, get uh, well, typical reading material at a psychiatric institute or correctional facility, because this is what it is. It's for someone who's in a weird part of life. There are people who do enjoy this. I don't enjoy it, though, but someone, there is an audience for this. This is dad fiction at its best, so not it's best, it's it's worst, but yeah, it's almost barely tolerable, but you might like it anyway, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com you can check out all of our cooler and better manga at sparkin.com, we're also on Facebook we're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all those other lovely social media sites, and we're on Spotify, so check out our episodes and let us know what you think if you disagree with me, email me at or comment on Twitter. Let me know if you think this is a, a redeemable series. Well, now that that's out of the way, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for and the part that I'm actually excited for because i make it a good manga this time. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only... The... Yes, friends a wheel of manga except no substitute now what is the wheel of manga the wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with 10 slots on it what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna spin the wheel of manga whatever number it lands on that's what we're gonna review in the next episode of the podcast kind of excited because we have some really cool series on here we got some really weird series on here and we have a couple that are a little well they're kind of fun so let's spin and see what we're gonna view the next episode shall we i'm kind of excited Number one. So, in the next episode, we're going to be reviewing a manga that has a new anime series that actually the last episode is coming out tomorrow. Uh, the Well, not tomorrow. in Two days. So, it's going to be... I'm talking about The Quintessential Quintuplets. If you've been watching the series, it's pretty interesting. Heard the manga is very different, but we're going to see. Definitely Greta will be excited for that. So, well... I guess it's first episode sorry this episode was so quick and a little downery. The rest of them are a lot better. I hope this isn't so anyway, guess I'll talk to you guys next time. Uh this is your host Zan. Uh, I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and thank you guys for listening. See you later. Thank mm-hmm. you.